I'm actually thinking the only friend I've got locally that has any hair is Dave. That's it. Maybe Dave. <laughs> That's just because he's not old enough to be bald. His dad's his dad's balding, I think, if I remember rightly. It goes down your mother's side there, doesn't it? Uh, she's definitely got a head of hair. I, I think his grandfather on both ways. Well, I, I knew his paternal grandfather, but um, mm. who I dropped in... Uh, Rather hot water at one point, which inadvertently, but that's always what I do. Um, he used to play <laughs> used to play snooker for money, and many years after the fact, I said, "Do you still play snooker for money?" In the in his kitchen, having a cup of tea with him and his wife, who I I love dearly. She's lovely, Ooh. and and she turned around and looked at him, and he looked at me, and I went, "She never knew you played for money, did she?" <laughs> and he went. <laughs> Until this very moment, and <laughs> they've been like married forty-five or fifty years. That was um, he dropped him right. Yeah, I, yeah, that was very funny. She's lovely though. He's uh, my mate's mother. She's absolutely divine. <laughs> She's lovely. She is. They're not married anymore, but they. She's well. He's dead, <laughs> so it's kind of she. She kind of oh, left yeah. him. Oh, he left oh, her. So all right, that took a. Dark turn there, didn't it? Yeah, that's like it. the uh, that's the ultimate way of leaving someone yeah. <laughs> involuntarily. <laughs> no, yeah. exactly. No, well, there's no going back on that. There's no. That's a very final way of leaving yeah, someone. That's a full stop. It's impressive. It's dedication. To the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna go, go with that. Hello and welcome to episode 203 of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Mark Hamer, and joining me tonight is everybody's favourite Cockney wide boy, Mark Chazzy Ray. Hello. Are you a Cockney? No, I'm not. Um, you were not born within Bow Bells. No, no, no. The sound we, of Bow we Bells. We are Essex. We are not Cockneys, oh. we are Essex. Shit, that's the uh, phrase, isn't it? It's even worse. And that's the South End um, United sort of chant. We're not Cockneys. South End? South End, isn't it? I went to uni with a guy um, who was born in Lebanon and then grew up in Canada and then lived in South End. So that, that's a journey. That was that was an accent. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, uh, I'm also joined by everybody's favourite Welshman um, from the Geekitude podcast. Yeah, Williams, how you doing? I'm all right. I, I, when you introduced, I was going to make a joke that I think uh, I'm on the wrong podcast, but no, you did invite me. So yes, I thank did. you for yeah. having me. Yeah. <laughs> How are you all doing, fellas? All good. All good. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad at all. Anything? Anything? Any more exciting DIY projects in your life, Gare? Since no, you, built you can a actually desk? see this is obviously an audio podcast, but <laughs> in, over, over my. What would it be? Over my right shoulder is a large white wardrobe. Did you build that? that? That has to come down. No, that has oh. to come down. So I get to smash that oh, into hell very yeah. many pieces because my um, partner in crime, Dave, baby Dave, uh, uh-huh. is, uh, is helping me do a massive recycling run. Do you okay. ever get those where the entire garden all of a sudden is just full of crap that you've accumulated? It's kind of, you've got a little patch here of uh, stuff that maybe... Do you mean plants? <laughs> no, just like broken wardrobe, some bricks, panels. some kids' yeah. toys, you know, an old an old greenhouse that you were going to put up and didn't. Yeah, 
I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah, Chazzy, Chazzy's I know, I know that feeling. No, I don't, we don't so, use our garden as a dumping ground. For, that's what the garage is for. <laughs> the garage is full of shit. Uh, like a wooden pallet. We had a bunch of tiles delivered on. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with the pallet now. I'm sure there's lots of interesting so we things did. you can do with a pallet. We sliced a pallet in half, filled it with that kind of um, felt stuff that you get from uh, garden centres, painted it bright yeah. colours, and then like attached it to the um, fence panels and used it as a planter. Yeah, I could do something like that, yeah. or like bolt it to the wall at the back of the house because the back of our house faces south. Yeah, the sun all the time. So it could be a good you can like hang stuff off it as well. or something. Yeah, it's really cool. Yep. Nice Maybe herb, nice I can grow some herbs in there. Yeah, actually, that's not a terrible idea. All right, I've got something to do with that. Um, no, my our garden is like uh, we had a big, big old trim um, the other week. Uh, got the got the hedge trimmer out and just started hacking away at stuff and filled. We got one of the like the big brown bins. The the you know, for your garden waste collection from the council. Yeah. Um, filled it in about an hour. Wow. Uh, and then they came and emptied it, and we're going to fill it again this weekend. And then uh, there's still so much more to do. I've got two trees to trim as well. Uh, but that wardrobe, is it not fit for, like, you can't use it as, like, firewood? Well, we don't have... Um... We're not middle class enough to have kind of a uh, a log burner. Or no, I meant like that. in the garden. <laughs> I can't do that in a brazier on a nice go, summer night. You realise you you can't do that anymore because um the ca- uh, not the council the fire brigade will be around and they will ask impertinent questions like why are you setting fire to your garden? No, no in a brazier you can't. Or... You can still burn stuff in a brazier, right? You could my if parents, you had a brazier. my parents burn garden waste in a brazier and like. Uh, when I lived in uh, one of the student houses I lived in, we had a like uh, brazier in the back garden, and we'd go and get like uh, there was a furniture shop down the street that would sell offcuts, uh, like a big sack of offcuts for a few pounds, and we just used to like chuck those in and you know sit around the brazier of an evening. I could do, but I have so much stuff. <laughs> I chopped up. We had an old um, garden bench, a cast iron garden bench. So I've I've you can't burn that. Bend. Yeah, that's I could possibly with a bit of work. You want to get into um ironmongery and, and ironwork and oh, blacksmithing. God, you could probably twist that into a, a, a brazier shape. I yeah, that's beyond my can. Yeah. I think um yeah, I don't I don't think you can set up a forge in the garage without at least <laughs> no, that's, getting that's, noise complaints. Well that that's why I want to set up a pottery wheel. Because that's kind of that's quiet. You know, nice and quiet that's apart from the swearing yeah. when it goes wrong. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you can get away so, with power yeah. tools, I reckon, but not a not a forge, <laughs> not lots of like hammering and yeah, anvils and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Depends, on, depends on the power tools. To be honest, I bought a router not so long since. Jesus Christ, that a bike that's oh, yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but like you, you kind of accept that people are going to be using power tools and they're going to be yeah. nosy. Bank holidays, you just put your earplugs in. Don't you? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I no, so I've a got router. a big skip run. That's what that's what the weekend is planned for. A Big massive skip run. skip run. So baby Dave is bringing his trailer around, and then our garden is disappearing into. The He's got a trailer now as well. And, well, <clears throat> technically, no. Actually, probably yes. His work. He nicked it Dave from the lifeguards. Dave has a very kind of. He has a very <laughs> loose perception of ownership when it comes to work stuff. Right. Um. 
so I hope nobody local listens to this, but I said to Dave, um, I need to buy some offcuts. He basically mm-hmm. works in somewhere that does stone worktops. Mm-hmm. So one day I said to Dave, I need, um, I need a chopping board. Um, do you know where I can get an offcut? Who do I ask in your place can I, to buy an offcut? He said, what color is it? And I said, it's black. He says, all right, leave it with me. I think two days later, some polished literal chopping blocks about an inch and a half thick of solid black granite turned up. Oh, oh wow. Uh, cheers, Dave. What do I owe you for this? Yeah, nothing. Just don't tell work. <laughs> okay. And, uh, they don't know I've they they don't know I've got it. All right. Are you sure? I don't want to get you in trouble. Nah, it's all right. It's from the bin. It would have gone into the crusher or something. All right, okay, cool. Oh, I know. And then any any kind of so if if I need a big van, they'll just go and ask the boss, can I have the van? Sometimes you just won't ask the boss. He'll just go in and leave his van there and pick the work van up. Or the trailer. So this time he's picking the trailer up. It's great. Blimey. Dave is... The man to know. For all the stuff that... He's he's brilliant. For all the kind of... Uh, all the piss we take out of Dave, he's he's actually really good at what he does. He So the table that I have in front of me that I built myself could never have been put together if it wasn't for Dave's help. He's an absolute star. Nice. He's very funny, like, but he's an absolute star. He stopped me last night. He was like fully kitted up in his in his lifeboat gear, and he was kind of like, "I've got an assessment," and he he was giving it the big I am, and I was like, "Okay, good, knock him dead, Dave." And as he drove away, he clipped the curb and bounced his van across the road. It was just, but that's Dave. Very, very skilled tradesman. Not a lot of common sense. No, no, nice. Possibly or, into the negative. Yeah. Are they st- is he still saving for a house or is he still buying frivolous things? I don't think Dave... I don't think you could class what Dave does as saving for a house. <laughs> Slowing down his spending is about as close as he gets. Yeah, about, that's fair enough. They did, like, so I work in sales and they say that salespeople are the most susceptible to being sold stuff. I mm. would like to just argue the point by putting Dave in front of anybody who says mm. that because yeah. he's just... But then again... I can't really say anything. Dave bought a wheel to use on his PS4. That wheel is now play what? sitting in the same room because I bought it to play oh, okay. Truck Simulator. <laughs> hey. so, oh, who's, join who's us. the gullible of the gullible here? Yeah. Join he us. He got you there. We'll have to he, get he in a did convoy you there, now. Hell yeah, we should get in a convoy. Yeah, get, now you need to get a VR headset as well and then we can have a full VR convoy on the go. Yeah, man. Proper funny. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't lead me down any more rabbit holes. <laughs> you almost, almost pushed me down that rabbit hole of uh, building your own keyboard. Oh, just wait until you hear it. No, no. I'm, when you he- when you hear from... it, when you hear it, you'll you'll fall down this rabbit hole with me. Mark is a keyboard I've pusher. Got... Stand on the edge and wave to you at the bottom of it. <laughs> I've got most of no. I've got some of my switches. I'm waiting for the bulk of the switches to arrive. I've got my keycaps. I've got my switch lubing station. That's the bit of lube. Me. The switch lubing. Up to that point, I'm like, yeah, 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 get a keyboard and ride it really nice by the switches, but it's the oiling of and, and the lubing. Yeah, if you're going to go as far, if you're going to go this yeah, far to make a keyboard, it. you're going to want to take the switches apart and lube them up so they're not scratchy. <laughs> love it. Absolutely, I, love yeah. that. I was, I was, I was more, I'm more or less with you until you said, if you're going to take it all the way, you need some lube. And then I just <laughs> stood back then and went, no, you're on your own, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um... Jazzy, you been up to anything interesting? No, um, my boy's been ill today, or oh, well, last night, so oh, I've had a day off work um, looking after him. 
and that through necessity. It. Yes, being being an did actual you, parent. Did you do anything fun, or was it just like I've played a lot of games today? So okay, all that, right, that will that will that will come in handy, come in handy later yeah. on. Uh, I haven't done anything particularly interesting. Or thing, although um, strange occurrence while I was having my dinner. Uh, me and the half sitting eating our dinner, watching some Bob's Burgers because why not? Yeah. Um, and so there's a couple of pigeons that come in our garden quite a lot. Um, I Zoe can tell them apart. I really can't. She calls them Bernie and Gertrude, uh, and they like to come and sit on the fence, uh, in the afternoon. Um sit there and soak up the sun. Uh, and sometimes we'll throw some bread out for them and they'll, they'll get their fill. Uh, but they just like to sit and chill out on the fence. But today, we're sitting there. Um, Bernie was doing some weird stuff. He was like waddling away down the fence and then waddling back up and then turning around and like dipping his head and lifting his tail up. I was like, oh, hello. Hello. It's that time of year, isn't it? Um, it's getting a bit fruity. So he was doing that, doing his weird... I've never seen a pigeon mating dance before but doing this like like head bobbing and t- tail lifting in the air thing and then they started like preening each other's necks and whatnot um and before i knew like what what I, before i even had a chance to react before i could like you know go close the blinds or whatever to protect my my poor innocent eyes um he was he was up there and he was done in seconds in seconds we've all been there uh and then but then like you think like <laughs> we've all been, yeah i know i know we've all I been there, trying not right? to say that as well <laughs> but then uh like think like okay that's just fine that's just how long pigeons you know you know do the business for um but like i'm sure this wasn't the case this? but it i'm how, how do you know this i don't know how i don't do know no this is what I'm, got, I'm presuming i'm presuming you've not got a stopwatch and a and some kind of spreadsheet going then I don't know. I I have to look this up. How long does it take a pigeon to have sex? Um, I guess but like I just presumed, there. like oh maybe this is this is just how long they take. You know, so you know so, nature. You when when you're a wild animal in nature, you can't afford to take your time over things like this because you know you're you're you're, you're vulnerable in that moment. You could get picked off by a cat yeah, or, or a, a red kite. We've got a lot. Of, we've got a lot of red go. kites around here. Exactly. Yeah. Mid thrust. Um, so I like yeah. So Bernie clambered off and waddled off down the fence, and then Gertrude wa- like waddles up next to him and starts like you know rubbing the head up and down him. And it was like it was quite obvious that she was like, "Fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> was that it? You're ready to go again? Is that, is, is that was that it? What about me?" <laughs> um, and this went on for a little bit, and then Bernie just sort of like slunk off down the fence and then flew away. I felt I felt really bad for Gertrude. Like, why didn't he see to her needs? Lady pigeons have needs as well. It's not right. It's not right, man. I'm telling you. Um. Yeah, uh, that was not what I was expecting the entertainment to be while I was eating my dinner <laughs> no. this evening. Um, <laughs> what were you having? Dinner and a shot. I have to go and I have to go and disinfect the top of the fence later. <laughs> There'll be all sorts of fluids on there. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah apart from that no, nothing nothing interesting has happened to me over the last week just same old bullshit uh so should we talk about some video games yes, mate. yeah you've got a couple to talk about 
I have. I haven't played very much. I was a bit reticent to come on tonight because I've got very little to say about video games. Yeah. But I have played a couple. I remembered actually when I was texting you back to say I've only played one. I remember I played a second. I played Unpacking and I keep playing. Oh, yeah. Unpacking. How far into it have you got? Uh, what was the last one I finished? Uh, where there are a couple. Okay. Now I've just started where they've got a house. Right, okay. So I'm looking forward. It's such a sweet little game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the fact that my... I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say OCD, but my neatness or my, my liking for having things in certain places... Mm-hmm. Um, really tunes well with this game I because imagine. I love putting socks away. <laughs> the most satisfying part of that entire game is putting socks in a drawer. Is this something you enjoy why. in real life as well? No, I hate it. I oh, just right. Ball them up and throw them in a drawer. But yeah, yeah. In in the game, because somebody has neatly made them into a specific shape and they go very nicely in a nine by nine shape. It's ace. I don't know why. It speaks to something deep inside of wow. me. So I've thoroughly enjoyed playing. You guys have played Unpacking. Uh, I've not, but I've watched a lot of it on kind of different streams and stuff and just to get a feel for it. Mm. But yeah. um, I've played it all the way through, yeah. I, um, so, uh, yeah, I talked about this on the podcast uh, a while ago. We, we talked about it first of all when it was, there was the demo that was out during the Steam demo yeah. Next Fest. Is that yeah, what, Next that Fest or whatever it was. So Steam that, Next yeah, Fest, yeah. This February, the February before, I would imagine. God, yeah, it was a while ago. Mm. Um, and then it dropped and it was like day one on Game Pass. Um, so I jumped on it and I played through over the course of like three or four evenings, played through the whole thing um, in chunks. Uh, and I remember I was talking to Nick after I played a little bit of it and I was like, um, I thought this was just a game where you like put stuff away, but I've got a feeling it's going gonna, it's gonna to punch me in the feels. Yeah. And like, it doesn't take long for that to happen, does it? For it no. to start, like, it's it's such an interesting concept of just you're just unpacking and putting stuff away from a house move at different points through the same person's life. Yeah. But the 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 items you're putting away and the environment you're putting them away in does so much to tell a story about the direction this person's life has taken. Um, it's it's so clever. So clever, yeah. So, so relaxing to play as well, isn't it? Yeah, very, very subtle. Um, but yeah, so so re- so incredibly relaxing to play as well. It's a beautiful game, beautiful. Mm. Um, it is, and it, I would recommend it to anybody. It's um, I'm desperately trying to get one of our uh, geeky two guys to play it, and as I describe it to him, he's, his hackles start to rise because he wants to put the different things in the places he thinks they should go. And it's like, no, no, the game will tell you when it's in the wrong place. But it will be very, very relaxing. And he's, mm-hmm. no, no. That was There's just... a fair amount of leeway as well. It's usually, it's like, it has to be in the right room. And that's about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Or in a particular bit of furniture in the room or something like that. But it, yeah. where you put it, in, it, it, as long as it's in the vicinity, then you're fine. And it's, I find it so kind of zen- because you just sit there and click a mouse and move things around. Mm. Your brain does nothing other than go, I need to put the socks in the drawer. I need to hang the dress up. I need to put the shoes down there. I played this for a few hours and I realized the right button does a, allows you to move the shoes around and it just blew my mind. It was nice. Mm. Subtle little things like that make all the difference. 
Yeah. Um, yes, I've I've loved playing that. Um, and the only other thing I played in the past fortnight is a Fortnite. game called. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, no. I wish it was. I've never played that game. I don't, just assume I'll be absolutely awful at it. Yeah, just don't. So don't I just. Do it. Well, we played Halo on our charity live stream, and I just got basically owned by everybody, and which is standard if I play an FPS. But it was fun though. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, yeah. So the the game I've been playing is Sunless Seas, <laughs> which is I've been playing Sunless Skies. I, well, I was I've I enjoyed Sunless. I enjoyed the first hours of Sunless Seas so much. I kind of went, do I just buy Sunless Skies and get the newer version of this? Yeah. And I went, no, no, I'll just chill out and play this. And it's it's such a nice wee game. Yeah. There's no there's no pressure. There's no kind of if you fail on a run, it's kind of like well, I'll start again and I'll learn a bit more as I go along. And it's the basic premise is that London's been sucked down. Victoria era London has been sucked down into kind of an underworld, into a massive underworld sea. You are a ship's captain and you are tasked with various uh wee adventures so you're sent out to to basically investigate the the underground sea find out where different islands are different ports are different civilizations you are tasked if you want to do a bit of trading um there's combat involved but it's none of it is kind of it's not pushed on you. It's if you want to just sail around and then sail back to London. Yeah, it's very it's exploratory, isn't that. it? Yeah. yeah, and it's that there's no there's no insistence that you kind of need to do this or do that. It's just a case of take the game at your own pace. Yeah. enjoy it. You sort of manage your own. Of it, what the you only want. real sort of stress point is sort of managing your supplies and your fuel yeah. and stuff to get around <laughs> and you know whether you're going to get yourself abandoned in the middle of you know the, the middle of an ocean or whatever you know it's only the, the only stress point yeah and it's it, it's such a such a simple game to play um it's a keyboard based game and you can just kind of potter around you can play for an hour you can play for six hours yeah. it's just you just be in that again in that kind of zen state i don't know what's happening in my actual life that i need loads of zen games mm. to play but i seem <laughs> to be pretty relaxed as it is so i'll be comatose of this right but it's yeah, I I mean I don't know what the difference is between Sunless Sea and Sunless Skies. So Sunless Skies but, is similar in as much as uh, rather than being undersea, it's now moved above into the skies, and you're like a flying flying locomotive, and you're a captain of a locomotive who is again trying to discover things. But I think the writing is pushed up a notch. Um, it's a little right. bit more sort of dark and gritty. Um, there's more kind of I don't know like 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 it's it's just a little bit more roguelike in in as much as or light in as much as you have to go out and explore and like you were saying about some of the sea or whatever yes on the seas it um it, you get different runs so you have different captains taking on the same ship in a, in inverted commas but um yeah it's just a little bit more kind of like uh, what's the eldritch sort of a little bit more kind of like you can get attacked by crazy monsters and um yeah different um different other ships and different ports and like a place i i landed the other day and it was like an abandoned village full of um odd characters who kind of may or may not be cannibals 
and then you, you know that kind of stuff it's just got that little bit more of a darker edge to it and um yeah i'm like i say I've, i thoroughly enjoy it i, I sort of did, this is my kind of one of those games where if i don't want to play anything too twitchy and too full-on i'll always go back to sunless skies because it's just yeah it's just that game i can dip into go off do a little bit of an explore get myself in trouble and hopefully just about make it back to port you know mm. buy and sell a few bits and um pick up the next kind of rough missions but you have like a terror meter as well that you're always having to yeah that's yeah, that's a really interesting kind of gameplay mechanic the terror meter. yeah so you you'll go off on these adventures and your your crew will become more and more terrified the further out you go and the things you you encounter and you're having to sort of manage terror against you know your fuel against your supplies as your supplies dwindle, the terror goes up, and you're always constantly having that battle of like, do I push on or do I go back? And uh, yeah, like, like I say, it, it's wonderful, but the writing in it is incredible. It's just yeah. so on point. The right, yeah, the writing on the first one's really good. Um, like you, you have kind of these mini uh, adventures on an island. I got caught in one where the rats had set up a civilization. Right. Okay. So they had two Fair two enough. warring factions. Uh, between engineers and kind of uh, the religious zealots, and you were the uh, arbitrator between these two <laughs> kind of these two factions to try and set up the or try and be the basis of the new civilization. And it was kind of, yeah, why why am I why am I this arbiter in just the middle of a kind of roguelike game? Yeah, but it has it has lovely little touches. Like the that. writing draws you into all of these and really makes you care. Like like you say, you've just been dragged into this. You, all you're doing is clicking on different um, sort of uh, conversation trees, but yeah. it's dragging you down into decisions you don't want to make, or you know you, you <laughs> want to back yeah. out and you can't. You have to make a decision yeah. on these things. It's yeah, it's wonderful. Forces you into yeah, I some love that. mad situations. Yeah. yeah. I love that because it, it gives you the three options. Yes, no, or no, I'll just leave it as a maybe. And the maybe just goes, no, no, you have to make a yes, no answer. Yeah. This isn't this isn't kind of like gray area. Pick one. That's it. No other choice. Yeah. I re- I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to put a lot more time into yeah, they've it. Got, um, they've got a, a great dating game. game out at the moment, I believe. Mask of the Rose really? or something. Yeah, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all based, oh. but it's all based in those same, everything they make, Fail Better Games, is, is based in that, that sort of, um, Victorian Gothic kind of universe. So yeah, it's, it's well worth um, having a look because obviously their writing's so good. That I can imagine like a, a dating game set in that universe would be crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean it's Inkle level of writing really. Mm. It's that good. Mm. Mm. Just looking at them now. Uh, the so the storyline in these games is it? Mask of um, is it quite dark, quite heavy? It can be. Like Chelsea says, it's it's very eldritch. You are effectively a uh, you know a sea captain, and you are tasked with. I think one of the first ones is to find your father's bones. So somewhere on the map is your your father is buried, and mm. you have to find it. Mm. And then you're, you know, that that's one I mean, story. You, you could be on a mission. Um, and you've let your supplies dwindle and obviously your crew are getting more and more terrified that they can't eat and then they may turn to cannibalism and try and, you know, you have to decide whether Fuck. you eat one of the, you know, one of your crew members mm. to get home or, you know, this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it's that kind of, that level of like uneasy 
and, and kind of like, like nice and fun and Victorian, mm. but with that kind of dark edge to it at yeah. all times. Yeah. It's got yeah. great little mechanics. It's there's, there's a lovely bit where I, you can kind of, obviously with every new game, you kind of follow the edges of the map because going into the middle is a bit scary. So I followed the edge of the map, went straight upwards. You kind of re, uh, you reach the kind of Arctic section and you think, right, well, I'm just going to keep going until I bump into the top of the map and then it'll bounce me back down. Oh, no, this one doesn't. What this one does is allow you to kind of sail off the edge of the map and then you are just transported to another part of the map and then all of a sudden your your crew is absolutely terrified. Some have abandoned ship, throwing themselves into the water mm. and you have to kind of limp back to port. And I love that the mechanic is there that, yeah, yeah if you want to sail over the edge, you do what you want to do. We have thought this through, and we'll, you know, we'll adjust the game accordingly. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's such clever little tweaks like that, isn't it? That's great. Because I, the reason I ask is because I have played and sacked off to, um, critically acclaimed, well-regarded games because they were just so unbearably depressing. I, I couldn't carry on with them. Uh, this war of mine. But if you've oh, played, yeah, I've played, played that. Yeah, game? that that is incredibly depressing. Yeah. Just too much. Yeah. Uh, and Frostpunk. Yeah. No, it's oh, it's yeah. not it's not to the levels of like basically all we're doing is funneling you down into a situation that you can't survive and it's just harrowing at all moments. This is mm-hmm. yeah. This is more like the world's grim and gritty and a bit shitty, and you have to kind of make the best of what you've got. You know. There are some uplifting moments. Oh god, yeah, there's some hilarious. Oh yeah, there's okay. yeah, like right. I, we like on some. That's what those other games were missing. Was like there's just no uplifting moment. It's just unrelentingly bleak. Oh, on some of the skies, you've got I like a you've got like a scout that you can send out. You push F and it just goes out, and then there's obviously a radius around you that it goes and checks to see if there's any ports or anything of interest that you can go to. And like I've got this bat, and it just comes back, and it's incredibly grumpy. So it'll always be like. <laughs> Oh, I've gone out there, it's bloody cold. Don't know why you keep sending me out. And it's just like these little text boxes that come up randomly on like, around your ship as you're as you're driving along and it's sort of like Monday the seventeenth, why did you send me out there? You know. Mm. You know there's nothing. And and all this kind of okay. stuff. Yeah. So it's it's got yeah, it's got a sense of humour. Yeah. It's uh, like light hearted uh, Eldritch yeah. uh, adventure game. I like Eldritch. So Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have a look. Well maybe I'll stream it and I'll, you can have a mm. look. Yeah, they're yeah. Not, neither of them are on Game Pass, are they? No, I don't, think don't so, know. Okay. I know you, it was at one point. Um, uh, Sunless Seas was um, on Epic Games for free for a bit, so you may. Have oh, I might have it in my library then. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have a look. If it, if not, then I'll stick up my Steam wish list and yeah, see you next time they're on. Tell like, me about. I think I got it for six or seven pounds. Yeah, they're not. They're not expensive. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Mask of the Roses. Their dating game. Okay. Nice. Anything else in gear? No, that's it. To be honest, I wish I had more, but um, yeah, I don't know. I've I've kind of been editing and, and another podcast I'm on and stuff like that, and just yeah, I need to get back to gaming this week. I've <laughs> got to wait until we record. That's why. So you've caught me on the hop, really. Oh, I see. Sorry. <laughs> um. All right, then, Chazzy, what have you been playing? What, what what did you do? What did you spend today playing instead of looking after your so, son? Today, <laughs> instead of playing, instead of looking while after he was an asleep ill child and being cute, I okay. picked up um, 
While I was being a negligent parent. That's it. Uh, (laughs) While I was doing that, I paid for Game Pass Ultimate and I ended up using xCloud or Cloud Gaming or whatever they call it uh, on my iPad. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it doesn't work amazingly uh, because there's still no native app on iOS. No, but yeah, running it through. Because Apple are like, fuck you. Yeah, this is it, right? So... I uh, played a little bit of Fortnite because he, he wanted to watch that and then promptly fell asleep. Um, and then tried a little bit of Citizen Sleeper because I've heard okay. good things. That's next on my list. Is it? Of things to play. Oh, good. Um, um, on my Game Pass list. It's yeah, my, much yeah, like Sunless Skies, uh, incredibly well written and has really drawn me in with its kind of world building and setting and... Mm. And creepy, weird, not creepiness, but kind of just like you're a massive fish out of water in this in this game and, and you're just trying to find your way in this world. But at all times, there's this, uh, the way it's set up so, is a bit like Tharsis. Oh, sorry, and a bit, yeah, it's a bit like sort of an adventure game and a bit like, do you remember Tharsis, the, the dice game where you were kind of rolling dice to, you were in like a big space station and mm-hmm. you had to like roll dice to repair things and... And all that. Well, basically, it's it's like that, but with an adventure, with actually an adventure game, like uh, with subsurface circular, like kind of levels of dialogue trees and story. That was such a good game. Yeah, man. So it's um it's definitely at that level, uh, but mm. yeah, like imagine subsurface circular, but every time you kind of uh get to a new character, you've got to kind of roll dice and say, right, well, actually, do you want to fix this guy's arm or? Um, yeah, the, I've I've yeah. heard it just compared quite a lot to Disco Elysium in terms of that, where it everything is, like is going by dice rolls, but it's more and it's, text and it's based. very talky. Yeah, it's very well, text. Disco Elysium is very text based as well. Yeah, but you don't walk around the, the town or anything. You, you literally just yeah, have yeah, yeah. That's that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, I heard um, Sean Bell over on um, the Computer Game Show mm. talking about this, and the way he described it, and I haven't played it. The way he described the setup was like. Um, it's uh, what if they made a Blade Runner game, but you were the replicant? Yeah, yeah, essentially, so. which is like okay, yeah, I'm and on it, board. It's very this. sort of like, like old text adventures where it's like, okay, mm. you you let me give you an example. So, um, I've gone to a guy and he's kind of pulled me out of wherever and he's looking after me and sort of nursed me back to health, and he says, right. Uh, can you come and work with me to pay off your debt, you know, for me saving mm. you? So you go, yeah, okay, fair enough. And and you have, so you go and start working for him. He's, he himself is paying off a debt that's quite small to whoever. So, but like, so from what I understand, you're playing like a, a construct yeah. with a human consciousness. This is it, right? So it. you've, it sets it up as you as a, so there was a human who has sold his, consciousness consciousness yeah. into to be used inside a body that is then used by a corporation to do jobs work so essentially there is mm-hmm. a clone of you somewhat you are playing the clone of someone else who has sold you into slavery essentially mm-hmm. and then it plays on that and you wake up and you don't really know you've kind of escaped and you don't know how you have escaped yet and why you've escaped and what you're going to do with yourself, and you find out that your body and you're you're being hunted by a this is it 
like a decade like this is it so you you character. so i'm doing all these things at the moment on this kind of space station trying to kind of make ends meet and just get myself on my feet mm-hmm. and all the time not only is that hunted clock there's literally a clock in the bottom that says like right you, you filled this quarter up you know you're mm-hmm. you're now into the next quarter and they're coming to get you but all as these quarters tick down you've also got other clocks for other th- missions that you are doing that are also ticking down at different rates. So you've got to kind of decide which route you want to take with these missions, which are most advantageous to you all the Mm. while, all the other clocks are ticking down and kind of manage them and say, disregard some and get a move on with others all while being hunted. And this, and it sounds stressful, but it's not because you're obviously there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of again, like with Sun of Skies, lots of great writing, and you just feel every moment and you get emotion. I've got so like I've only played it for what two or three hours, and it's and like so turn based, right? Yeah, it's turn based. Yeah, so you've got to so cut you, four like dice. You, and yeah, so you're not bar. having to make split second decisions. You can mull stuff over. This is it, right? So you're having right. chats and like I go to a doctor and they tell me my body's crumbling and dying because I don't get the an injection of this antibody that I need to kind of keep my body from killing itself because that has been built in by the corporation as, mm-hmm. you know, obsolescence, planned obsolescence. I can so, see Gare's eyes lighting up. Yeah, and then you kind it's of... Like, I get to play as Roy Batty. And this, <laughs> this is it. And then you've got like... So you've got dice at the top, which are like kind of... You put... The higher the dice you put in, the more chance that you've got a success of passing whichever part of this story you want to pass but also there's different colors of dice so a gold six is gonna pass way better than a white six uh that kind of thing and then there's also um an energy meter so you actually do physically have to go out and eat and keep your body alive and yeah if you've got low energy but not a high roll they will factor in and actually cancel each other out and all this kind of stuff so there's lots to there's a what I would say in this there's a lots of sort of in like sort of text based stuff that's like everything stops and it's like well if you want to do this 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 and this then look for these dice and if you want to do this this use these dice and remember there's clocks and also and you, you get a bit overwhelmed with it all so you know be be prepared to kind of read a lot of um you know a lot of tutorial screens but once you sort of sit down and just slowly work your way through them and get your head around it. You're just, you're, yeah, you're just, you just get sucked into this wonderful Blade Runner world where, yeah, you, you just care so much about your sleeper and um, getting them to survive and hopefully, like, stop being hunted. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment is like, I've, my hunting hunt clock's going down and I'm trying to, trying to make ends meet. What's mate. the interface like playing on tablet? Is it just, I've like been playing, playing it with an like, Xbox like controller on the tablet and it's right. flawless. Can you use your finger? I believe so, yeah. I believe it's a touch base. Okay. Yeah, because I think I've done that on the menus and stuff. But, um, yeah, like I say, I can't really tell you. Like I've just hooked an Xbox controller up to my iPad and streamed it that way, and it's it's been flawless. It's been absolutely flawless. Some games you can. Like, I streamed the Xbox version of Football Manager onto my iPad, and it lets you just play with your finger like yeah. it was a native iPad yeah. app, which is pretty good. Yeah, I think you can. But, um, like I say, yeah. I, I haven't done that. But um, I'll give it a test and let you know. Uh, yeah, been mm. been just thoroughly enthralled with it, and um, it's a great, like I say, great game for streaming because there's not a lot going on on the screen. It's just like text scrolling over and stuff. So, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really good one for like streaming across if you're sort of sat in the front room and can't get to your console or whatever. And it's only about five, uh, six hours long, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so from a nice short one. Yeah, I've been hearing nothing but good things about this game. Uh, everyone I've heard talk about it who's played it has, has thoroughly enjoyed it. Like the, the entire premise. Um, I love any, uh, a real soft spot for any game that has like a, uh, tackles subjects of like transhumanism. Mm. Um, it's like, so, I prefer yeah, this uh, to I, when I played Disco Elysium only because I found Disco Elysium a little bit too weird and quirky. Whereas this is a little bit more kind of robotic, but obviously that's because it's it needs to be for that that um that setting, that kind of cyberpunky setting. So yeah, I've I've really got into it. But it has kind of made me think I need to go back to Disco Elysium and really give that a a good I need to get back try. into that as well. I my first proper attempt at playing that. So the, my my first attempt at playing it, um I didn't roll. I didn't get a good dice roll on my character on the the. Well, uh, I expect my character to be brainy, and then my character had two hit points and lost one of them by through being too hungover when they wake up, <laughs> and then uh, they lost their other hit point trying to kick a door down. I think, and that, that was it. Game over. <laughs> and then my second playthrough, I got so f- I got so far, and then. Tried to do something, completely messed it up, and my character literally died of embarrassment. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I remember that one. And it was game over. <laughs> um, I need to get back into yeah. it. That game is wild. Yeah, I just need to have... To be fair, I think if, if I hadn't have had like a good like three, four-hour stretch of just nothing to do to play mm. this, I don't think I would have got as, as sucked in as I did, but um, I mm. think that's the same with Disco Elysium. I kind of need to just... Have yeah. a massive night and just focus on it, and I'll I'll, I'll be there. Sure, yeah, yeah, on that one. There is, there is another game very similar to this, different premise, obviously not transhumanism and uh, androids or anything mm. like that. But the other game that very similar vein is a game called Norco. Yes, I've heard, which is on that's I think it's good. on Game Pass, and that's mm. meant to be excellent, as as good if not better than uh, Citizen Sleeper. So nice. if you've enjoyed that, that might be the next one to play after that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So I have also been playing. So, you know, Mark, I've been waiting for Hitman 3 to just drop in price on because I'd unfortunately bought um, all the Hitman games on Steam and they hadn't um, sort yeah. of sorted all that kind of moving, you know, get, uh, bringing it oh, all they, together. They did. Homogenizing they, it into they, one thing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, eventually, um, so but I, not I at bought, launch. At launch, it was all uh, broken, wasn't oh, it? Oh, right. So when I bought it, when did I get my PC? February of last year. Mm. One of the first games I bought was Hitman 3 on Epic Game Store because it was the only place you could buy it. Yeah. Uh, and then I bought cheap CD keys, you know, uh, yeah. cheap Steam keys for Hitman 1 and Hitman 2, downloaded them, copied the save files across yeah. to uh, Epic to the Hitman 3 and Epic Game Store. And it, 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 it worked fine then. Yeah. So um, basically, so. I've been waiting for the price to drop so I can like I could pick it up so I could do all that. Is it on Steam now? Then it's on Steam now. So right, okay, I've actually so mine's on Epic. Epic before, yeah. So I've basically picked it up on Steam cheap, did the whole transfer thing. I now have all the Hitman I I want, and it's amazing, and it's still amazing. All the Hitmans and the best, you know, 
It's probably one of the best games that's released in the last 10 years, all that. But what I thought was, ah, oh, brilliant. Comes with the VR um, section that you can play. Let's give that a go. So got it all hooked up. Managed to remote desktop into the headset so that I could play downstairs rather than not. So PC's upstairs playing the game. I'm downstairs in a big space in the front room, all mapped out so I can do uh, room scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then got myself into the Paris level, thought, right, let's start with a level that I know or, you know, vaguely have a steer on. And my God, is the VR on that broken? It's such a shame. Um, first of all, if you are playing room scale, it lets you step outside your body. It doesn't lock you yeah. in, lock you into your body. So, um, I mean, you can do that in most VR games. I stepped outside my side of my body in uh, I said to course, it's quite funny. Yeah. So there's that thing of like, I'm at a doorway. I go to look around the doorway. I'm now outside of my body as a ghost. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back to my body, I'm an inch off where I should be. Therefore, when I move, the hands don't react because I'm not perfectly centered over where I should be standing to them. Is there no way out. to center that? Easily. No, you got to sort of click the button down and then recenter, and you're just constantly jerk jumping around. Like imagine, mm-hmm. like every sort of th- thirty seconds, you're having to recenter, you recenter yourself to get back in the body. So there's like so many times I go to, you know, get behind. It says like get behind someone, put your hands out, and then you can like sort of strangle someone. Nah, just like these two wobbly, you know, octo dad arms come out, and nothing happens, and I I'm eventually ended up slapping the guy in the back of the head repeatedly and he turns around and then he shouts and then he tells all his mates and then they all shoot me and I'm dead. Like it's just, it's so frustrating. Like trying to get things out of your inventory, which is like a little circle in front of you that, you know, just all fingers and thumbs trying to just take a pistol out of my inventory. And then to add insult to injury, I'm left-handed and there is absolutely zero left-hand mode. So oh, that's me out then. Yeah. So I've gone to use guns. I'm trying to use the gun backwards, <laughs> like not being able to shoot mm. or aim down the sights because I can't see because I'm using the wrong arm. Um, I'm trying to throw with my right hand, which is like, you know, trying to watch, you know, my old nan trying to throw a brick. It's just like, it just doesn't work. Like it just looks ridiculous. Mm. It goes about two foot in front of me and just rolls away. And yeah, it's just. See, on one hand, I'd say, like, go easy on them. It was a free up. Oh, God, this is it, right? Or an already amazing game. But also, just put a bit of effort in. Yeah, that was it, right? It's just that it's that thing of like, every, you get in it and you go, wow, this is incredible. I'm, I'm inside the Paris level. This is brilliant. This is, and you know how beautiful it looks anyway. Yes. It's and then it's just like, I, I can't do anything in here. <laughs> like, everything's backwards, mm. and I'm having to, like, Oh yeah, it was just it was so disappointing because it was just it's that close. It's that close to being incredible. And I, I just get the feeling that obviously they're just gonna ditch that now and move on to the James Bond game and they won't support it. And it's such a shame because I would love to crack on, but I suppose I've always got the uh the option of just going back into the proper game and just smashing through those levels now. So mm. I can't complain too much, but yeah, I was just really disappointed. I've been um, really looking forward playing to playing some Hitman. Oh yeah, as well. Not not in not in um, the ver. Yeah, no. Um, while all the Bond films are on uh, Amazon Prime, 
uh i was watching through the daniel craig bond films again uh and i was like and then i was like oh yeah io interactive are making a bond game aren't they that's mm. got to be out at some point i should probably play some more hitman uh, <laughs> and jump back into that because because i had to copy i played through hitman 2016 and hitman 2 on ps4 um you can't copy that safe that safe our stuff across all of like my mastery levels and everything for sapienza and paris and yeah. bangkok and all those levels that i played over and over and over and over again it's all gone so i've got to i've got to re-up work that stuff up again yeah um so i booted it up uh, i see there's more free content coming which is pretty cool like there's been some dlc packs the seven deadly sins or whatever it was hmm. pack um i don't know what that stuff was i think a lot of it was just like costumes and weapons and things like that there's no actual like maps or anything that's dlc uh exclusive um but they're adding some do... new stuff they're still doing elusive targets targets yeah they're still doing elusive targets which is really good and they still doing the um, one where they kind of release a uh, an elusive target that was locked like put away in the vault so you can do them again uh there seems to be i mean like the, that, that game came out a couple of years ago now mm. and yeah they're still re- they're still releasing elusive targets so they must be like rotating through the re-releasing elusive targets so maybe you get like a second chance to have a shot i mean there was one the other day that was like was set in that um that tokyo that tokyo uh that japanese mountain hospital yes. from the end of hitman 2016 yeah. was it hitman 2 one of those two one of those, yeah. um well, and you had to take out a, you had to get rid of a target, but the target had gone there for plastic surgery. And so you don't know what the target's going to look like. <laughs> um, so you have to work out. It's not like a, you see the target and, you know, uh, your handler's like, there's a target 47 or whatever. You have to do a bit more work, a bit more digging to find out um, who the target is. Mm. Man, I love those games. Yeah. They're so good. The best day, so, best day so in games. Longstyle, yeah, long stretch, and uh, I'm really, really excited to see what they do with the Bond franchise. Really excited. Mm. Um, but I mean that, yeah, if that mana level was anything to go by years ago. Three. Oh yeah, that had a very knives out feel to it. Yeah, so it. I'm hoping that they that kind of translates into the what the new Bond where that's kind of going. Um, if it's a Quantum of Solace map, you'd be overjoyed there, Mark. <laughs> Fuck that film. Um, <laughs> I saw one of my favorite YouTubers, um, Game Makers Toolkit, did a video uh, earlier this week or last week, talking about his favorite level in Hitman Three, the one in the the club in Berlin, yeah. that old industrial estate where like you are the hunter and being hunted at the same time. And there's three guys hunting you, and you've got to kind of work out where they are. There's eleven. Oh, is there eleven? I, I never knew that because you you get a target to take out five of them, but there oh. are eleven of them oh, in the level. Wow. Um, but because they are former, they're, they're members of the organization you used to work for, they're like hitmen. So they're also disguised. And so it's fucking mad. Yeah, it's so it's the, good. It's so it's good. I mean, I've watched, watched that and play that a lot. And, um, that, that level is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of those ones are like every single level in that, in Hitman 3 sort of like raises the stakes, um, oh, and introduces new gameplay twists. Which is crazy. But yeah, personal favorite of mine is that that mana one where it's like you're there to kill someone, but you're also gonna make 
play as a as a private detective to try and solve this murder mystery. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really really good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, the only other thing I've been playing, um, and Andy will love me for this, is um, I've been playing Lego. Was it Lego DC Supervillains? Okay, I picked that up for my son, um, and I am not a one for Lego games. I find them a bit, I, I don't know, tedious. But because this is being played from the opposite perspective, it's actually really a lot of fun, and um, there's a lot of there's a lot less of sort of smash everything on the level. Oh look, there's the thing you need to build. Right, let's move on. You know, there there are actually kind of vague puzzles and stuff to work on, and it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Just me and him, sort of just crashing through levels and stuff, playing it in co-op, and yeah, that's that's a really really good game. Um, great soundtrack as well, and um, yeah, just the idea of like you know you you are the villains, and you have to build your own villain and go through all that. We made um, Dino Man, who looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> and uh yeah he's nice uh, choice this is it right and he's um yeah he's been breaking his way out of jail and helping a joker and all sorts so yeah it's been good good, good fun and um like i say all the cutscenes are voiced and stuff by the um by mark hamill and um oh he's the girl who plays harley quinn he was in the powerpuff girls and stuff tara long so yeah but they're they're just like the the cast their voice cast is like incredible so yeah it's um yeah been having a lot of fun and it, like I say coming from the different perspective where you're kind of like trying to t- take out the Justice League and stuff it's it's, it's hilarious but uh, yeah right up there I, I would say is one of the better uh, Lego games that I've I've played I've got um when they had that um humble bundle. Mm. Deal on a while ago on Batman games. Yeah, I know the one. I've got that, and I got all the Arkham games. I I bought it just to get uh, the VR game. Oh, okay, yeah. Then yeah. I got in all the Arkham games as well, and all of the uh, Lego Batman games. Yeah. So I've got those all in my Steam library. Um, I play them at some point. I play. I have. I haven't played any of the, those Lego platform ones for ages. I played mm. the demo of like one of the Star Wars ones a few years ago, but I did play the shit out of Lego Dimensions and really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, little man's been asking not Lego about Dimensions, not Lego Dimensions. Lego what am I thinking of? Lego Lego Worlds. Yes. Yeah, my, my son's been asking Lego about Worlds. Lego Worlds, and um, yes, yeah, def- crazy the stuff you can build in that. Yeah. And the whole thing's narrated by Peter Serafinowicz. So. Yeah, there's another because there's a new to like. there's a new interesting one. Um, I was reading about in Edge Lego Tales. Is that in the latest Edge? Latest Edge, yeah. Oh, I, I haven't I haven't read that. Well, the one with the Warhammer game on the cover. Yeah, the one with the Warhammer cover. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I'm gonna, I haven't like read all the way through it yet. Lego Brick Tales, and it's right, um, okay. it's like an RPG with like build where you can go into a menu and then go into like a building section that looks like the mm. instruction manuals and you sort oh, of nice. paste, paste stuff together yeah it looks incredible yeah so if you pick up the latest okay. copy of edge and have a look at that it's got a little um little preview for it's it it's downstairs on the coffee table i just haven't had a chance to properly yeah, look man. through it yeah it's that that's a really good uh, copy, uh, copy of edge so um yeah it's good stuff mm. you know at the moment and that Get yourself an edge game. subscription i'll have, if you don't I have already that's, that's why i've no, got no it. not you just yeah. the general public and yeah. also uh, get yourself an edge subscription support the best Games magazine in the UK. Oh god, yeah, but um, possibly in the world, it's got Warhammer. If you get Dark the subscription Tide. version, you don't have any adverts or anything over the front cover. You just get those beautiful, um, yeah, you know, beautiful artwork front covers. My wife and I, um, like, my wife's a printer and I'm a graphic designer, and all we do mm. is we get like they come through the post and then we just geek out over the covers. 
like, stunning, aren't they? Yeah, and the, and the graphic design because it's just like, oh my god, like this this epi- like this um, issue is like a silver foil with a UV black set of skulls on the front. That's then yeah. also got like a matte back black behind it, so the skulls are sort yep. of slightly raised and glossy, and then you've got this like silver skull on the front. Oh, it's just beautiful, absolutely Lovely. stunning. Lovely, yeah. I've got um, every copy since uh, I think April or May 2016 uh, nice. on the bookshelf. Either half wants me to throw them out, but I will not. But yeah, that, um, that's my next big game is that Warhammer Dark Tide. I'm really looking like it's basically sort of a Left for Dead, but in the Warhammer universe, and I that cannot could be wait. interesting. Well, we've had two of those already, Vermintide and Vermintide. Well, basically, this is Verm- this, this is, is people 40K. who made Vermintide are making basically a proper space forty k Space Marine okay. version, and um, I'm the first very person. Up for it. Yeah. Okay. Very They're also up. making a new Space Marine, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, the Chaos Edge Demon something Demon Hunters. Yeah. Is that the one? I don't know. There's a lot of Warhammer games coming out. I mean, that Chaos Bane that has just come out. And um, that that the XCOM one, and uh, it's got very Gears Tactics vibes, and I am so desperate mm. to play it. I'm still waiting for um, uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. Yes, from the actual XCOM team. Yeah, it's card based one. Yeah, yes, that looks extremely my jam. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that. That was another game that was uh, an an edge cover game. Really good article about it. Nice. Hmm. Have you been playing anything else then? No, that's it, mate. That is my entire list. Uh, okay, so apart from Hitman, I uh, finished Cyberpunk 2077 hey. and then immediately uninstalled it. Um, <laughs> is it a Rage uninstall or kind of a I need the space no, uninstall? No, it, it was like, no, I, didn't, I don't need the space. It was just like, you know what? I just, just want this off my computer <laughs> because it's been there since February of last year. Yeah. And I keep coming back and chipping away at it, um, thinking maybe it'll be better. Maybe the situation, maybe, maybe the bugs will be ironed out a little bit more. Mm. Um, now, no amount of ironing out bugs will fix the problems with the storyline, the problems that it is this gigantic, incredibly immersive open world with fucking nothing to do in it. Yeah. Uh, apart from the same like a handful of the same side quests over and over again. Um, now, there are some actual genuinely good side missions involving characters, Pan Am side quests, Judy's side quests, um, the stuff with, like, uh, what's the name of that cop? Oh, I, um, I can't remember his name. There's, some, there's certain side characters who have side, like, quest lines that are incredibly interesting incredibly well written which is more than can be said for the for the main story Mm. um but apart from those side missions there's not a lot of there's not a lot really to do out in the open world it's you can just walk around and look at how pretty it is um as long as you've got a a rig that's beefy enough to to run it um but there's nothing to do in it yeah at all uh which is the sort of thing, you know, having stuff to do in an open world is the sort of thing that Rockstar managed to to put into to GTA five two generations ago. Yeah. And they haven't been able to do and and they haven't ever put it into Cyberpunk. But even leaving aside that, the main storyline is it's a bit of a slog. Starts well and goes off a cliff. 
Um, I don't like V, the character you play as. No. Most of the time, I really don't like Johnny Silverhand either. And they're like the two main characters in this game. Yeah. The other characters that you go along with, uh, Pan Am, Judy, Rogue, Alt, all these characters, Takamura, um, they're all great. I don't know why any of them would want to ever spend any time with V or help him because the guy's a fucking bellend. The character you play as is such a twat. This is um, the problem: is, you, is you're a twat, and the person who's inside his head's a twat, and it's like I don't care about either of you. So Two twats in the same body. <laughs> um, I just yeah, I, so I didn't care towards the end. Like yeah. when you go to when you go to the the like slight spoilers, but when you come to the final mission, you have to make a choice of which path you're going to take. And one of the options is to literally pick up a gun and blow your own brains out. And I came so close to choosing that option. <laughs> I was like, this world, as fucked up as it is, doesn't deserve, doesn't need either of these two pricks in it yeah. to get rid of them. Um, so really selling me this game because I've not played this. And uh, I was tempted because every now and again it'll drop from its 50 quid price point to 25. The thing go, is, is the first quarter, I, 30% of it is, is actually not bad. And mm. it's really interesting. And then it just, like Mark says, it just doesn't go anywhere. You know? Yeah. Well, then, then, then it's like, the game? it's long. 50? How long? So 40, 50? I put in about 60 hours. Yeah. Oh, that's... It's an, yeah. it's an RPG. It's a, you know, it's a CD Projekt Red RPG. Skyrim, like, you know, level, you know, Witcher 3. Yeah, but there was stuff to do in Skyrim. This is what I mean, right? This is... But there isn't... You just go from mission to mission to mission, and then occasionally it just says, "Right, well, you can now do that." You know, that's that's that part of that's you know Act Two done of the main story. Mm. Here's a load of side well, missions. I, I say it was sixty hours long. I don't know how long the game would actually take to complete because I'd say maybe five hours of that, possibly more, was taken up with me having to roll back to earlier saves because a bug completely fucked my progress. Yeah. So I reached, so for, like I talked about last time, that I had a bug where um, a character, uh, which is one of those, you know, the, the guys, the, one of the random characters around the map that give you the gigs in each, you know, each area has like a criminal overlord and they give you these gigs and it's just like low level thing. Go here, kill these dudes, go there. Pick up this car, thing. you know. Yeah, these yeah. fucking bullshit side missions. Um one of those guys phoned me, but didn't say anything, and his, his his face was just stuck on the screen, and I couldn't hang up on him. It also meant that I couldn't take any other phone calls. I couldn't make any other phone calls, which meant that I couldn't proceed with the next main story quest. So then I had to roll back to an early save before that happened, and then I never answered the phone to any of those gig people again, just in case it happened again. And then I ran into another bug where um, I... Killed. I, I killed a boss before I did a thing in a level, which the level design completely lets you do. But then, if then you can't proceed, you have to do the thing before you kill the boss, even though you can find the boss before you find the thing. Yeah, and it doesn't tell you. So then I had to roll back to, to a previous save to do that in the right order. Um, I had to uh, reload quick saves. I don't know. Maybe a dozen times. Uh, yeah, definitely 10, 10 to 12 times mm. uh, in the last couple of missions. Um, because I'd reached, some, I'd, I'd reached like a game-breaking 
little bug. So there was one like you're assaulting this facility uh, and there was like a certain number of enemies that like uh, as you're waiting for a gate to be open, you get uh, there's a counterattack and a load of enemies come. There's a certain number of them that come and you have to kill all of them. One of them was stuck in the air. And I couldn't kill him. He was just T-posing in the air <laughs> because I accidentally killed the transport that was going to drop it before it dropped it. So the transport blew up and the enemy that it was going to drop was just standing in the air T-posing and I couldn't hit him. But because I couldn't kill him, the game wouldn't proceed. So then I had to roll back a quick save. Lots mm. and lots of little things like that. And this game's been out for 18 months and this, these little, like, uh, these, this, this accumulation of of bugs that should not be in this game anymore. Do you think they're just going to get to a stage where they me go, down. Do you think they're, just, they're just going to get it. to this stage where they go like, actually, let's just sack this off. Put all our they can't. The they 4. can't. They like, have, they have destroyed their reputation so much. All of that goodwill they earned through The Witchers 1, 2, and 3, mm. especially The Witcher 3. Everybody loved CD Projekt Red. They love how they run GOG, how it's a DRM-free system. The way the, the 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 how much game was in The Witcher Three, and then like how cheaply they sold the expansion pack with two gigantic expansions, mm. and so on and so forth. They built up so much goodwill, and then they pissed it all down the drain with Cyberpunk. The average gamer now, I don't think, would trust CD Projekt Red, yeah. uh, unless and then the only thing they can do to try and save face is keep trying to fix this game. They've added. They dropped some new content in it. There was some some side quests. I didn't do them because they're bullshit. Um, <clears throat> they added some new weapons and some new vehicles and some new clothes, and it's just like none of this stuff I care about at all. Yeah. Um. Very yeah. Much sounds like you hate fuck this game to a finish. I just needed to see it through. I got, according to the internet, the good ending to this game as well, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> um, and originally I had been like when you finish the game it dumps you back out to just before the point of no return so that you can go off and do any other content the side quests and everything you've missed or, or like proceed through the final mission again but do take a different path to get the different endings and I originally thought well, I'll do that I'll get some of the other endings but when I got to the end of the first ending and saw the credits where I was like no I'm done I'm done with this uninstall yeah not only did I uninstall the game, I uninstalled GOG as well. It's like, <laughs> I don't even want the platform that the game was on. <laughs> Fucked it in the bin. Wow, nice, like it. Um, it's rough, but... Um, there is stuff there, though, isn't there? Like, there is stuff there. Yeah. Like, walking around that world, is it's, it's stunning. Um, driving around it, less so, although yeah. that's gotten better. Jumping a motorbike like, is my... my- Thing for that now now there's not so much a problem of like cars just uh parking just when well, no, i just appearing yeah six feet in front of you when you're traveling 150 miles an hour um traffic density's gone up crowd density's gone up so it doesn't feel quite so empty um but driving around still a little bit rough walking around is still is great and there are some missions in that that were truly stunning hmm. really really good missions uh, the one like with multiple uh, ways to too much away. Yeah. The Takamura mission with the parade. Okay. You know what I'm I talking about? I haven't that far, to be fair, but yeah. All right. Okay. There's certain missions like that that are incredible. 
I can't recommend it. No. Unless it's dirt cheap. Yeah, if it was like around the kind of 10 a mark, 10, yeah. 12 quid. That's what like, I'm waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. A tenner, tenner seems fair. If you can find like a cheap, like, you know, code on, on the internet uh, or it's in a Steam sale or whatever for, for a tenner. But do it on the absolutely. PC. Do it on the PC. Do not do it. Although they've dropped the next gen console update a while back and I haven't. I own it on PlayStation as well because I fucking bought it when it came out on PS4 thinking it would work. Um, so I can play it on Zoe's PS5. Uh, and I've been like, I've been saying to her, you might as well just download it and give it a try and see what you think. Um, <laughs> so I'd be interested to see how it runs on that. But yeah. if you've got a decent PC, just get it on that. But um, so disappointing. So mm-hmm. disappointing. Mm. I just want to go back and play The Witcher again and remember better times. <laughs> I think uh, one of the what strikes me from having never played it is that the witch is obviously based on a series of books, so they've got yes. a, a built universe. Whereas Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is just a rule book for an RPG. Yes, there's law. Yeah, yeah, but the law isn't the story, is it? There's no actual story behind. No, it. but the witch is not based on the books. There are. It's like, based there in are the large world. Of it. Yeah, no, the, well, there's actually sections of it series in the books and stuff like that she is but like it's like it's not like an adaptation of the books it's no. just based on the rules of the books and the characters in the books um there are, and yeah, Andres, there are, are relationships and stories based out of the books there are andrew sapowski yeah. would would disagree he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> he like the game at all he still wants he's, to get paid he's a pissy little baby um <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe CD Projekt Red just can't come up with good original characters. I don't know. Mm. Although they can, because a lot of the side characters are great. This is it. This is it's just problem. the main like, character. I like such Jackie. A... Like Jackie's incredible. Jackie was a great character. Um, like like you say, and his girlfriend, and the guy who does Misty, all your yeah. mods and stuff. Like the actual, yeah, all those all the characters. characters around you are great. They're just not used. They're great. They're, they're they're brilliantly acted. They're really well written. So what the fuck happened with the main characters? Yeah, like with with V and Johnny Silverhand. Like I mean, Johnny Silverhand is like can be quite entertaining because it's Keanu Reeves because he's such the a actual, bad end. But the character himself is just an irredeemable shit. Hmm. So yeah, mm. it's a weird one. It's a it's a weird one. If it's available dirt cheap, check it out on PC um, or next-gen console. Do not touch this if you are still on PS4 or Xbox One. Do not touch it. Do not touch it if your PC is not... If you're not running like a 30 series card yeah. and a fairly modern CPU, do not touch it. <laughs> uh, just play The Witcher 3 instead, which is getting a next-gen yeah. um, update some point this year, so... Uh, I might buy it really cheap on PC uh, and play through that because The Witcher 3 is fucking fantastic. Yeah. So good. You can play Gwent all over again, but in <laughs> 4K. Can't wait. Um, what else have I played? I played a bit of Trek to Yomi. Okay. Um, so now I've got an Elden Ring and Cyberpunk out of the way. I was like, I'll try and play some like smaller sized games because uh, i've been neglecting the stuff that's been on game pass i haven't played 
uh, tu- uh, Tunic or any of those other games because they dropped yeah. like while I was in the middle of my Elden Ring funk. Uh, so Trek to Yomi is a four to five hour, mostly side scrolling um, action, not really an action platformer. I don't even know how to describe it. You basically like you run through levels and you you you're, you're it's set in feudal Japan. You're the the you were the pupil of a, a samurai lord um, as a kid. Um, the samurai lord gets killed by some bandits, uh, and then you play the character grown up, and you're like a, a spirit of vengeance, killing bandits across feudal Japan. And it's just like you, you mainly like run left or right. There's a few bits where you, you go in or out, or whatever. Um, and you hack and slash, you know, hmm. bandits and whatnot. So far, uh, from what I've seen, it goes a little bit more like spooky and there's like ghost samurai and stuff like that. Oh, um, the thing that's really cool about it is that it it looks like a Kurosawa film. Yeah. But like it looks like a Kurosawa film crossed with like Isle of Dogs, oh, the nice. Wes Anderson film. Um, it's black and white film grainy. Um, the music, the camera angles uh, in the cutscenes and everything are pure Kurosawa. I've heard it. The character design and the animation looks almost, it's not, but it looks almost stop motion, which is why it reminds me of Isle mm-hmm. of Dogs. Um, and the way that the characters are designed reminds you a little bit of the, the human characters in Isle of Dogs. Um, yeah, if you like Kurosawa films uh, and you just want to be immersed in that sort of aesthetic, then check that out. It's on Game Pass. It's very short. So far, the combat, um, off the back of you know having played like Ghost of Tsushima and Sekiro, the combat feels very, very floaty and not at all tactile. Oh, uh, a bit squishy. But a bit squishy and also a bit thin. There's not a huge number of, mm. um, there's not a huge variation, but I am very early in the game. I'm like maybe an hour in, but apparently, I mean, that's possibly like a quarter. Yeah. Apparently that that's the bit that lets it down is yep. it, the, the actual combat is pretty repetitive. Yep. That's what's, that's been my experience so far. The combat's not been great, but it looks so good. Uh, I want to keep pushing through, and it's short, and it's on Game Pass. I didn't pay for it, so you know why the hell. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to keep pushing through that, and then uh, jump on Citizen Sleep. That's the next one on my Game Pass list. No, the only other game that. I've played uh, that I can think of, because um, I still haven't played that Prehistoric Kingdom game. <laughs> um, although I've watched Zoe play even more of it, she keeps kicking me off the PC to play it. She really, really <laughs> likes it. Um, oh, I did play the first mission of Jurassic world evolution 2 that dropped on game pass yeah. um started playing and it's like no this is just more of the same right and I, I didn't really like the first game so i'm probably going to uninstall that um it's just a bit Jesus. empty it's just no there's just like none of the nitty-gritty park management stuff that i want from a park management game there's right. none of that there because they spent all their money on getting jeff goldblum and bryce dallas howard's uh, and people like that to reprise their roles, but not Chris Pratt. They, they didn't have Chris Pratt money. <laughs> so there's a guy doing a terrible Chris Pratt impression um, for his character. 
This is uh, one of the uh, only uh, entertainment media that doesn't have Chris Pratt in it at the moment. Well, he's a busy man. He's voicing everything, isn't he? So yeah, he I mean, couldn't, imagine they being... couldn't get him to Cambridge to to jump in the um, the Frontier Developments sound booth <laughs> or whatever. Imagine um, being like a you know an impressionist who that's how you make your money is being Chris Pratt, and then Chris Pratt does everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like slim pickings for that guy. Well, you know. Um, Tom Hanks' brother. Yeah, 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 I love his that. voice in a lot of things. So like all the toys, isn't um, it? All the toys and the video games and everything that would feature Woody from Toy Story. That's Tom Hanks' brother, brother doing the voice. I love that. Tom Hanks' brother has has carved out a niche. He's um, a stunt double as well, isn't he? Like he, like if I, they need him. Possibly, like, I don't know. Yeah. He's definitely his voice double. He's carved out his niche like career of imitating his brother's voice. <laughs> Brilliant, love For, it. Yeah, um, so I think in like it was like a Toy Story TV series as well. Yeah, and his brother did the voice of Woody in that as well. And yeah, um, yeah, they, they, it's weird. They, yeah, they got Jeff Goldblum and B.D. Wong and Bryce Dallas Howard and whatnot, but not Chris Pratt. But whatever. <laughs> um, fuck that game. Uh, the only game I've been playing, um, I've only just started to dip my toes back into this. I played this on PS4 quite a bit, but haven't played it on PC. Is Rainbow Six Siege? Oh, okay. Um, Nice. I really like the idea of that game. Really like mm. it. I've watched quite a lot of high level Rainbow Six Siege matches, and as a as a an esport, it is like it's really impressive to watch. Um, it's the sort of game that I would love to play with a bunch of people, but it's got to be with like a group of people you know. I think I do not want to play this game yeah. PvP with randoms. PVE is fine. You so want that's to log all I'm sticking to at the moment. Your mates and crack yes, on. yeah. Ideally, against four, uh, with four of your mates, against four of your mates. Right, yeah, that's, yeah. that sort of thing would be perfect, you know, um, because uh, it's it's yeah, it's very very twitchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been playing uh, just like dipping through the tutorial missions and then playing some um, some like terrorist hunt pve where it's like you know four of you four, four players against a t- clearing out a house full of ai terrorists or whatever and that stuff's really fun i used to love playing um um terrorist hunt on previous rainbow six games yeah, vegas two uh, there's one on good. 360 yeah yeah like vegas yeah, and vegas, yeah, vegas two. and vegas 2 yeah. yeah those games were fucking sick they were so good they were the ones that we yeah. were always uh, go to in the in the land parties oh they had split screen as well yeah oh man yeah so we we oh, do that and we so do good. um obviously the original modern warfare um, yeah boy yeah that was just that was it just yeah, those two games to play. you play that for nine hours straight and then go home yeah bleary eyed um Terrorist Hunt was just, yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. And it's still good in this. Um, but oh. with the added like wrinkle of like you're not picking a loadout, you're picking a, a character, um, yeah, like a so hero. Right. It's like a hero shooter, and they're mm. all so wildly distinct. <laughs> um, they've talked about quite a lot on Giant Bombcast when they used to talk about this game, about how it's like the closest thing there is to like a G.I. Joe game yeah. uh, because each of the characters are so... So very, they have a very, very distinct character in a very distinct way in which they play and have specific tool set that yeah. none of the other characters it's almost in there have to a degree, isn't it? Yeah, but with way more characters. With way more characters, yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, 
Uh, I was going to say with less sexual harassment, yeah, but it's uh, Ubisoft, so, so probably more because <laughs> Ubisoft are a nasty company. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm st- I'm just dipping my toes back into that. Um, oh, mate, would I would love terrorist hunt co-op. I would, yeah, I'd love to get like um, maybe us three, and we'll have to strong arm Nick into it. That's it. Yeah, team four of us together, and we'll play some terrorist hunt or not. It's on Game Pass, so unfortunately, you have to download the Ubisoft launcher. Um, which then I booted it up to install Rainbow Six, and I remember that I haven't still haven't finished Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, but I don't yeah. think I'm that far from the end no. of that game. I need to take my granny through to the end of that game. <laughs> um, is that game any good? Because I really I, I hated Watch Dogs, loved Watch Dogs Two, and then I've been tempted to get Legion, but it's more of Watch Dogs Two. It's it's less grim, dark, and more yeah. lighthearted, but it's also um. It's not like there's no character right. They can't put characterization into the game because you can play through the game with any mm. with any number of these like um, procedurally generated characters. But there is still a story in there. It's not great, nah. but it's the game's just fun. It's just stupid and fun. <laughs> um, it, it is just a series of like you know checking off boxes and going through the motions. But you can. I don't know, like if you like, whereas you'd come up to a facility and you'd have to burst in through the back front doors or you know sneak your way over the fence. Now mm-hmm. you can pretend you're a builder who can use a flying drone lift and just hover above above the thing, and then throw down a little yeah. little spider drone and then send that in and get that to do your bidding and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like and there's like- three or four or five different ways depending on which characters you've got in your party that you've recruited and stuff so yeah there's variation so like in that but it's still, you'll a, it's have still like an open a, world game you'll have like a character who's really good with robotics so that they're really good with using drones or you'll have mm. like a character who is a football hooligan so can call on fellow football hooligans to descend and cause like a ruckus to deal with <laughs> with guards cause the disturbance or like there's like when you liberate one of the boroughs um you get like a sp- super special operative so like one of one of the ones i got was like this german lady who is a hit woman uh, and she's just kitted out completely kitted out for just assassination um <laughs> and there's another guy who is like basically like a james bond character he comes with so like yeah, a gadget a watch and uh an aston martin, martin sort of car yeah. yeah with like with that can stealth and has guns but they're completely um, random, just, so like it's the same character yeah. template, but like they'll just roll. The character itself is random, yeah. Yeah, roll around. Then character. all the other, all the other characters that you can, those are like the set ones for liberating a, a borough. But all the other characters you can recruit are, again, Game Maker's Toolkit did a really, really good video on this, where he breaks down how it works, how they, um how the random seemingly random generator creates characters and it's like it's based on like whereabouts in the game you find them uh, which borough it is and also which part of the borough it is the, the will define what sort of ethnicity the character is what sort of job they have hmm. uh, and so on and so forth but so they're, they're randomly generated but um it's it's complicated, but the, the the way he describes it in the video is I'm gonna have yeah. to put links to these videos in the, the, the way the, the game works is kind of more what you bring to it is more important than what it gives you. If that makes sense, like right. if you okay. want you want 
you know, you've got to go out of your way to find these crazy ways of doing stuff and make it fun for yourself. They're not going to engineer it in that way. It's just a massive yeah. sandbox. So well, if you, you want to about... go and fuck up some cops as a human statue, then you can absolutely fuck up some cops as a human statue. Yeah. Complete with the silver paint and everything. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that was the great part of playing Watch Dogs 2 because mm-hmm. I, the, the best way to play that game was stealth only. Yep. No, uh, no violence, no guns, no anything. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And it was, a, it was a great little game. The characters are really well kind of formed. The story was good. It, it was kind of fairly wishy-washy, but the actual role through the game was really kind of nice. And, yeah, but you've got a na- you've got a narrative though that pushes you through. Whereas yeah. this doesn't really have that uh, that narrative that pushes you through. It does, but it doesn't. It, it's it, not over. You know, it's not including the, the 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 characters you're playing as are not emotionally tied to. You're not emotionally connected to the. Well, no, it's weird. It's weird. So it's, the characters aren't emotionally connected to the story, but in a weird way, you're almost more emotionally connected to the characters because you've gone out and you've recruited this particular character yeah. and you've kitted them out with what else. And you can play with like Iron Man mode uh, as far as I think you can, right? Um, so like, if a character dies, they, they die. die. That's it. Yeah. And then you lose them. Um, I didn't play that way because I'm a coward. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, you can you can become incredibly attached to certain characters in your roster because they, because the way you recruited them and they have like a particular set of skills yeah, it's very that none of the other characters way. have. Yeah. yeah, it's very XCOMy. It's it's a strange game. Um, again, if you can pick it up cheap, uh, yeah, it's about definitely 12, check it out. Quid at the moment, like on the PlayStation. Yeah, I think you can pick it up at the moment, like for about fourteen quid. But it's got the PS5 upgrade for free. So you pick it up on right. PS4 and then get the upgrade, but mm. be careful. I think I got it, it for um, I got it for six pounds when when Epic gave you like that. Here's ten pounds oh, yeah. voucher, but you have to buy something that's at least fifteen pounds. I was like, what can I buy that's just over fifteen pounds? And I saw Watch Dogs was <laughs> Legion was like sixteen quid. So yeah, I got it for about six pounds. Um, yeah, it's decent. I need to yeah, I'll jump back into that and, and get mm. that finished off. And another big game to tick off the list. Uh. Mm. But um, yeah, we should definitely play some um, Rainbow, Rainbow Six Siege. I tried that extraction point. game, yeah, and fine. that just died as a massive wet fart. It's fine. It? It, yeah. It's fine. I'd, I'd prefer to um, play Siege than to play that. Let's put it that way. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I played PTSD on Siege anyway. I played it with Baby Dave and a couple of other people. Well, that was your first mistake. Yeah, Baby Dave um, stuck barbed wire in a doorway. I got stuck, and then he fragged me while oh, nice. giggling like a maniac. And it kind of yeah, I still I still wake up in a cold sweat about that. Yeah, I imagine he's proper Leroy Jenkins whenever you. Play oh, he's in yeah, yeah. So somebody yeah, annoyed him because you can uh, kind of friendly fire is on, and somebody was dicking yeah. about some random was dicking about and shot Dave. Made the mistake of shooting Dave, and then Dave absolutely destroyed him pre-match. So we started the match at least one player down, if not two, because I think Dave died in one shot. Then it's kind of yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a roulette wheel when you play with Dave at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. We should definitely play some. Um, anything else? Any other business? Nope, not for me. No? Alright, cool. I'll we'll nice leave new you podcast to... out that you might want to pimp, but other than that. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, 
if you want to hear me and Gert and Nick talk about anything that isn't video games, well, mostly TV and movies. Um, so this isn't for you, Chazzy, because you didn't watch TV or watch films. No, that's it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> then check out a little podcast called uh, A Little Pod of Everything. I can't remember what the Twitter handle is. I don't handle any of this stuff. This this podcast is great. I don't have to host it. I don't I don't is, have to do the Nick, web admin or anything. This is all Nick. Nick Nick can handle all the, the Pod the of Everything, stuff. is it? At Pod of, ed- pod so. of Everything. I think it's I think. at Pod of Everything. It's on my Twitter bio, I should know. Um yeah, check out a little pod of everything. We talk about films and TV shows and maybe books if any of us bother to read any books. Um <laughs> Or music or whatever. Anything that's the stuff that's not video games, essentially. Yeah. Uh and of course you can find Gare over at Geeky Chew Podcast. The wonderful um, Geeky Chew Podcast. Yeah. Seven the wonderful Geeky Chew Podcast. Oh, you've got more listeners than that. <laughs> um Chazzy, yes, you got man. anything interesting going on in the world? Any I saw you were You've you've been I'm, dipping your toes back into so, yeah, testing now, now streaming. New, now my PC's back up and running, and I've got a new card and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just getting everything back up and running for streaming. So I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. get into Prey and start playing Prey. And uh, yeah, yeah, do that. That's gonna um, be that's gonna be probably be my work Sunday nights now. I saw you were dicking about in Overwatch. Yeah, that I was thought... just to test for speed. Like when you Overwatch is a good one to test for streaming because it's. Um, so quick that yeah. you know you can you can test where if it artifacts and stuff. But I found new settings to make it all look beautiful. So hopefully, well, I was going to say we should maybe try and play some Valorant together. Somewhere. Oh god, yeah, yeah, we'll give that a go. I mean, it's, the only thing that puts me off Valorant is that um, weird anti-cheat stuff that it basically like puts below system level and that's on everything now. Yeah, it was it life, was on it? fucking it was on Elden Ring. Yeah. But yeah, now. I'm bang up for a bit of Valorant though. I'll give that a go. But um, yeah. yeah, so I'm, yeah, I liked my... that game of what I played, but I never played it with anyone. I was just playing it with randoms oh, no, and just I'll like jo- I'll join you for a bit of that. I, I mean, I hate having to constantly apologise to randoms because I'm shit. <laughs> I'd rather. <laughs> Sorry, it's my first first time. Sorry. Yeah, I'd rather play with people I know, like who know I'm shit, and I don't have to apologise <laughs> to. Because we're both in it together. But it's very much yeah, like exactly. that. I did a bit, a little bit of iRacing today, just to kind of again test out the streaming system and stuff. And some yeah. guy jumped on, and he was really like, really nice actually. He was just like, sort of giving me a few pointers and tips and stuff. But it was that thing of like, I've gone three corners, I've lost it, smashed into a wall, and like, mm. I know that some guy who's actually really good at his game is just watching me, just sort of going, oh god. What is he doing? What a twat! What a twat! Like literally, I put on the thing. Yeah. I am like the the title was new stream second day, you know. Like mm-hmm. so, please don't, please don't be horrible. Please be nice to me. But yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good fun. It's um, yeah, that, that game's hard. But yeah, it's, it happened um, to me with the um the one time I tried playing League of Legends. I downloaded it, installed it, played the tutorial, jumped into a match, and some guy in the chat was giving me shit because I wasn't playing the game right, and I was like. Hey, can't like, dude. This is the first time I've ever played this game. Yeah, and he continued to give me shit, so I quit the match. And I had that with Dota too. I literally got pulled into a game yeah. with had somehow with a load of high level players. And I'm like, hello, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna plink away. That's what you want. And, it's just like, and then all I've got is just this massive like chat of abuse. Like, yeah. Right, so off. fuck those games. Um, play. No, don't play Heroes of the Storm because Blizzard. Um, yeah. I always said play Heroes of the Storm because it's a little bit easier, but no, <laughs> don't play any of them. Fuck MOBAs. Um, 
Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Cheers, mate. Where can they find you apart from the uh, Shoes podcast? Uh, you can find me at Gairdog72, Twitter and Twitch. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Always fun to come Always and chat Always a pleasure, man. It's great to have you. Always a pleasure to have you. Uh, Chazzy, thanks once again for joining. Thank you. Um, and thanks, dear listener, for uh, struggling through another rambling episode with us. Um, yeah, keep an eye on on the social media feeds for yeah. when Chazzy starts doing his streaming again. Yeah, and I'm going to try and drag you lot kicking his streaming back onto it as well. Well, yeah. Well, maybe we can do if we, if we do manage to get us all together to play some um, Siege thingy. Uh, Siege, we can stream that. Maybe we can do like a, a split four four screen split thingy for Siege or whatever. I don't know. We'll, I want we'll you do to something. pick up another one fun. of your little small games that like is in, in that's incredible, like Observer or whatever you whatever you played Observation. Um, it was called one of those things. Yeah. There's two games, one called Observe, one called Observation. I can't remember which one I played. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one yeah. on the space station. That's it. Um, that was but very yeah, good. We need, yeah. we need you to play yeah. more of that stuff. I know. No, I'll get. I'll get back into it. It's just it's, my work's so busy at the moment. When I get it's home, it, I just I life want to zombie out and play football manager for a while. <laughs> um, and not worry about things. But yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. We'll catch you on the next episode then. Bye. 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 Bye.